Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine. It has the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice. And it also has strategies and tips from the experts without the fluff. Your host is Caroline Belinska. She's a Shopify education partner with the Shopify approved course, 1000 Sales and Beyond. And she's the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. She has over 15 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce. In the podcast, she'll share her knowledge and interview the experts to help you in your journey to success. So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I have been waiting to get this guest on for a very long time, about a year and something, actually. So it is fantastic to have Brett Owens with me today. Brett is one of the most knowledgeable guys when it comes to getting leads online. So this is an episode for you if you're looking for traffic, if you're looking for ways to get more leads, more traffic without having to spend money on Facebook ads or Google ads, then this is the episode for you. Now, before I continue, I want to let you know about the gorgeous app. You can automate 15% of your customer interaction. It's 30% more efficient than other help desks. It's rated the number one help desk in the Shopify app store. They have clients including MVMT, Steve Madden, Death Wish Coffee, Timbuktu, and 2,000 other stores that they work with as well. It's all about getting tasks done more efficiently, and it's so easy to use. I think the most amazing thing that I found out recently is that Gorgeous has found that 30% of people who communicate via their app whether it be people via your social media or your website or email, those people are actually buying. 30% of those people are actually buying, becoming customers. Now, this is amazing when you think about the normal conversion rate is 2 to 4%, and a lot of people are not even sitting at those numbers. Then you would be crazy not to be using Gorgeous when you can increase your conversions so dramatically. My team uses Gorgeous in our own business and it's even better for Shopify stores. And there are features that are specifically designed to help you generate additional e-commerce sales. And it's easy to integrate with all of the orders that you already have in your system. You can answer questions from your customers about their orders, delivery times, and you can automate a lot of this as well. Another amazing feature is seeing all of your Instagram and Facebook comments right there on your dashboard and replying from your dashboard. So yourself or your team can actually do everything in one place. And this saves so much time and effort. And it also allows you to instantly turn a person from making a comment into a customer. My team do it this way and we absolutely love it. You need to try Gorgeous for yourself to understand exactly how fantastic it is. And as Gorgeous are our sponsors, they're offering you a special promotional trial. All you have to do is head over to the App Store and type in Gorgeous, G-O-R-G-I-A-S, and install the app. And then if you mention the Winning with Shopify podcast in their chat, you're going to get your second month absolutely for free when you sign up. So go and try it out. It is absolutely the best app when it comes to customer service. Like I said, my own team uses it in our business and all of our clients who are looking to achieve the best customer service and to get more sales are using it in their businesses too. And I highly recommend that you set it up if you want to create a great customer service experience for your customers. Now back to the show. 
It's all about a numbers game and we have the situation where so many people have the best product in the world. I meet so many people every day with fantastic products. However, if you do not have the traffic coming to your website, then you're going to fail because no one knows that you're there. It's all about getting eyeballs on your products. And today I have Brett here talking about how to get other people to do your selling on your behalf. This is a perfect solution if you're a merchant who wants to work as few hours as possible, or maybe you're a brand who just really is ready to go big and make your brand something fantastic and big. This is going to help you out so much. If there's one person that you need to listen to, it is Brett Owens. He has got so much to share. He's been on my summit a couple of times. He's also been on a panel Q&A that we've had together. He is just fantastic and he has so many answers for you today. So let's get into it. Let's meet Brett, find out more about him, and he's going to tell us more about how other people can do your selling on your behalf. Hi, Brett. How are you today? Hi, Carolyn. I'm doing great. Thanks for the great intro. Oh, it's so great to have you here. Like I said, it's been so long. I've been wanting to get you on here. We keep missing each other. So this is fantastic. Tell us a little bit about you and what you're all about, what you do, because you've got a very interesting couple of businesses that you run. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. So what I'm all about is I've always tried just to not have to have a real job. So I've done a decent, uh, <laughs> had decent success in that since 2008, which is when I left my last kind of quote unquote corporate job at age 26 at the time. So since I, I left that to start my first software startup called Prometo Time Tracking, uh, company that is actually still around today. So I left the day-to-day operations of Kermet a couple of years ago, um, started another company a few years back, which you know well, uh, Lead Dino is the name of that. We do uh, affiliate marketing, affiliate tracking there. We kind of look to kind of disrupt that space, put a heavy emphasis on social media sharing, all that good stuff. Well, the things that we learned at Lead Dino is that affiliate and then especially influencer marketing kind of took off during that time period. So then we went over to basically start our own uh, influencer network. So I did that with Affluencer, which is my most recent company. Started that in 2019. And that one is dedicated to getting brands and influencers connected, especially kind of across the board uh, with uh, you know all the various uh, niches, different types of products that you see they're sold online. For everything that's sold, there is uh, most likely an influencer with a perfect audience to promote that. So that's what we're Uh, looking to do is connect everyone up in that realm. Yeah, I love it. Um, Ever since I first met you, I I actually knew about your brand way before you and I personally met. So I've always loved Lee Dino. And so once we actually met, I've just loved your attitude to everything, the way you go about running your businesses, the way you try to help people, the way you create these services to help people from an aspect of, hey, this is the easy way to make it happen because I know that there's a lot of other apps out there. There's another a lot of different companies doing similar sort of things, except it can be quite confusing. So what I love is that you do it in a really easy way. So today I really want to touch on both of your companies because they are different, but they are sort of in the same sort of realm. Some people might be confused of the differences. So you've got Lead Dino, which is about affiliate marketing and you've got influencers, which is about influencers, but influencers and affiliates are actually sort of under the same umbrella. They used to be completely. Now we've separated them when we talk about it, but it's still under the same umbrella. So what makes these two different types of lead generation strategies different and what makes them the same? Sure. Yeah. So what makes them, let's start with the similarity. So the similarity here is that we're looking for someone to endorse our brands, our product and to send traffic 
to our website in the hope of sales. So that's where it's the same. They kind of branch off, I think, in terms of initially how we're compensating these people. And then it kind of goes, you know, and then the branches off continue from there. So if we look at the affiliate world, uh, the affiliate world has always been about commissions. So if somebody sends a visitor to your website, they buy your product, we're going to pay them a 10% commission of, of sales. So if I sell a t-shirt for 20 bucks, it's my t-shirt, I'm going to give them $2. That's their commission. That's their reward for sending somebody to my website. So affiliates, they're hustling. They're working mostly on a commission-only basis. Uh, the affiliate world has gone through various, shall we say, iterations, uh, re rebirths uh, over the last couple of decades. I would say it started initially with content creators, bloggers. And again, this is going back 10, 15, even 20 years. People with audiences who are looking for ways to monetize that blog. So they pop an affiliate link in there, send traffic somewhere, send sales that way, and hopefully get a check back um, as in rewards for, uh, you know, for their efforts. I would say the industry maybe devolved a little bit uh, as we had uh, other affiliates come, people come on, they would get an affiliate link and they might just kind of step in between a click that was heading to your website anyway. So maybe they bought a Google ad, but they just fired it to your website. So there was no necessarily value added, but they did manage to earn a commission for themselves. So that's where the affiliate world kind of took maybe, let's say, a darker turn in you know maybe five, six, seven years ago. Lo and behold, we get the influencer revolution. That comes along a few years back, and influencers are almost like content generators 2.0. So they may have blogs, but they also are more likely to have Facebook pages, Instagram pages, YouTube feeds, TikTok accounts now. And what influencers are doing is they're taking that content creation back. So they're doing that initial creativity, that creation. They are gathering an audience of followers, of readers, of people who are gobbling up what they're producing. And the way to work with an influencer from a brand standpoint now, it's kind of almost back to a traditional advertising model where some influencers will work on a commission-only basis, but most likely, by and large, most of them want some money up front. And fair enough, because they've got their own audience that they've built, and you're going to pay to get in front of that audience. So that's where the influencer marketing world has kind of evolved out of, I would say, the spirit of that old-school affiliate marketing, blogging, all that stuff. Yeah. So just to touch on the, the differences... If someone wanted to use influencers and also use affiliates, I think that understanding that they're both available for slightly different reasons, because getting that traffic to your website from both sides can work. So is there, you know, do you recommend using one or the other or both at the same time or trying one? Where is it now in 2020? What are you thinking when it comes to affiliates versus influencers? That's a good question. I, I do think you want both today. Uh, if you're looking at your kind of core marketing hub in terms of the ways that you can get traffic to your website that's going to convert to a sale, there's actually not that many pieces to the pie. There's really, you know, like a few big slices. So of course, we have Google AdWords. We have, so we have buying ads. So Google and Facebook, Instagram being under Facebook, that's kind of the lion's share of the ad buying world. So if you want to pay for a click, you're going to go there. SEO, search engine optimization in terms of boosting your website in the rankings. So we know that that's still important in a lot of cases. It is something that takes a lot of time. It's kind of a long-term effort. So that's another big slice of it. And then you've got this affiliate and influencer piece. And if it was me, you know, in our case, I actually like to go with both of them at once. The affiliate side of things is what does it take to set up an affiliate program? You're going to have to set up 
Um, there might be a little more technical setup required on the affiliate side because you want to get a, you know, pick a, a package of software that you're going to install on your website. And that is going to give you the tracking links that you need to give out to people, uh, your affiliates, who are then going to be able to send traffic back your way. Uh, you can uh, track them and then compensate them for that traffic. So it's going to be a little more technical on the affiliate side to set up. Pretty doable. And if you're listening and you've got a Shopify store, you can go into your Shopify app store. Of course, we'd love it if you installed Lead Dino, but there are other uh, great affiliate apps in there as well. And a, more or less a one-click install, and then you're going to get that package as well that you can use to create these affiliate links. On the influencer side, uh, from a technical standpoint, pretty easy to get started. All you need to do is start reaching out to influencers on your own and you know, pet these uh, whatever deal they are looking for in terms of their own compensation. And you could have an influencer post something and get traffic going to your website as early as next week. So that's actually a really nice way to kickstart that traffic. And that's where if I was starting from scratch, that's probably where I would start because you're always looking to get that traction as early as you can. And if I can reach out to someone who already has an audience that I'm trying to get in front of, and if I could talk to them today, if I could PayPal them $180 tomorrow for a post and have it go up next week and have traffic and sales coming in, that's where I'm going to focus uh, my initial efforts. So that's what um, you know I want to do. And especially because when those customers come in from that influencer, these are now customers that I have uh, hopefully forever. These are people that are now on my mailing list that are now following us on social media. And this is kind of, I think, in my opinion, the quickest way to get traction is going to be to look at influencers who do have an audience that you're trying to get in front of. Yeah. I think a really good point to make is you mentioned, you touched on it, that it's about warm traffic. I have a lot of people coming to us at Just Ask Parker or just in general on the Facebook group and talking to me. Everyone thinks that Facebook ads is going to fix their problems. But we're talking now, especially since last year with the whole, um, uh, all the problems that Facebook had, is that now if the, the amount of money that a customer is willing to spend is less than $40 or it's actually $50, then you don't want to be running Facebook ads because it means that it's going to cost you a lot to run that Facebook ad and you're not going to get a good return on investment. It's going to take you a long time to test it. Um, you can actually lose money on that. So this is where a lot of brands need to understand that Facebook ads are not fantastic for a lot of products. And the testing that goes into that, it takes a long time. So someone who wants to spend $5 a day on a Facebook ad, um, they need to understand that the cost that's involved in that is quite high. So when you mention $180 for a post from an influencer, I think that scares a lot of people because they think, oh, but I've never worked with this influencer. I just want to give them a commission for sales and I don't want to pay them up front. I'm hearing this all the time. So can we just touch on that a little bit of why paying an influencer that up front is actually recommended compared to running a Facebook ad? Sure, Carolyn. Yeah, I see it all the time. I have those conversations with our customers, especially who are in the affiliate world where I get it. I just want to pay a commission. That way I am always in the green. But we're we're then we're kind of getting into a chicken and egg kind of thing where think about it from the other side of the fence. Who's going to promote a product that they've never heard of on a commission-only basis? Someone who's a little desperate who probably doesn't have much of a following. So we're getting what we pay for in terms of this stuff. If we do want someone who is serious, who treats their social media feed like it's a business, who treats their content like it's a business, they are going to be like any business. They want to get paid. They don't know your product. You're the one who's approaching them cold. Uh, They don't know your product. So uh, what do we need to do to get them to take us serious? 
we got to pay them up front. And this is kind of any online marketing in my experience where you're going to have to put some money out up front, whether, um, you know, whether it works or not is another issue. But that's kind of our goal is to put a little bit of money out in various channels and see what works. And it may be affiliate marketing. It may be influencer marketing. I'll be honest. It may be something else. It may be Facebook ads. What I tell people who are struggling, who are getting started early is that if this is not working in one of our channels and you think you've tried to pretty thoroughly go try something else. So that's you know what you want to do in marketing and you're getting, especially when you're getting started, you want to figure out that one channel and you want to really dedicate yourself to it. Now, I think some of the, to, to your question on Facebook and spending five bucks a day, I think where it gets dangerous with Facebook and Google is they send out advertisements and say, hey, you can five bucks a day, you can run some ads, 20 bucks with Google, you can get started. Uh, that's what, of course, that's their information that they're putting out. To your point, Carolyn, you're probably going to get nothing unless you're spending 50 or 100 bucks a day on Facebook. I know that Facebook's algorithm is such that it will, in my, in my experience, it's going to prioritize the high spenders. So your five bucks a day are really not going to get you much in terms of traction. You're going to need to have, uh, and, I, and I agree in terms of the ROI of the product that you're selling, you are going to have to have a product with certain margins, certain price point to get any meaningful traction on Facebook. So I think if you're looking at how you're going to have to spend $500 or $1,000 initially, you're going to have to look at spending it in any of these different channels. You're going to have to you know, be willing to put $500 or $1,000 into Facebook ads, into affiliate commissions. You would be lucky to get affiliate commissions up to $500 or $1,000 because that means people are selling on your behalf. But again, it's a chicken egg thing. Uh, how do you get it started? I believe in the year 2020, the easiest way to get it started is to go find that hungry influencer who's up and coming. They've got a high engagement rate on their followers. So they're gobbling up their content. They're uh, liking it. They are commenting on it. They are clicking through their posts. And that's going to be a nice way to get traction. You know, and one way I always thought about it as we were getting our businesses up and going is that you almost have to pay initially to subsidize your traction later on. So the businesses that we've got rolling already, especially Lead Dino, we get a lot of organic traffic from Google, from our Shopify app store listing. These, um, you know, business, the business that's coming in today from those sources is it's kind of quote unquote free, but it took us several years where you're just pushing this flywheel and trying to get it going. So I would think about if, if you're a business owner, you want to think about these initial expenditures as getting that flywheel going. It is rarely going to pencil out from a short-term standpoint where you're going to put a dollar into the marketing machine and get two out. Um, but if you can put a dollar in, something out, traction going, that's a nice way to think about it because now down the road, this is going to, you know, you got you to get it going somewhere. But as you get your business moving, then uh, there will be brighter days ahead and you will have some inbound traffic that's going to come your way via referrals, word of mouth, SEO. Uh, listings here or there that is going to cost you less and less. But again, we got to get that going somehow. Yeah, it's so true. I think that people need to really understand that we don't get everything for free in life. While I think that there is, there are influencers out there that are willing to do some posts for free, but generally speaking, like you said, they've got a business and a merchant doesn't want to be giving away stock for free without anything in return. So an influencer who's actually running a business doesn't want to be doing posts for free with nothing in return. So there has to be some give and take in this space. And like you said, finding 
finding some people that are up and coming is a really good way to make that happen that maybe you can get away with paying less or maybe some of them are willing to post for the first time for free. But I think looking for just the free influences, you're going to fail that way. I agree. I, I, I totally agree with you. It is, it's kind of like a penny wise, pound foolish type of thing. I don't think you have to go and send 200K to get uh, a Kardashian or Oprah or somebody to promote your product. I think the best value on the board today is these high, what we call high engagement influencers. So these are the people who don't yet have the huge follower accounts, but they do have a tremendously enthusiastic engagement on those followers. And uh, when you look at the type of traction that you may get from a post with these high engagement, but lower profile influencers, micro influencers, nano influencers, whatever you want to call them, you're probably going to get the same type of return as you would if you went with somebody with a million followers, just because their engagement rate is going to be lower. And of course, the relevancy to your product is probably going to be lower. So you're, you're, you're paying a lot for a very thin slice. Whereas with a micro influencer, for example, with a highly engaged audience, you can lower your costs quite significantly, pay them a little bit up front, and probably get pretty good bang for your buck in terms of that initial traction. And so let's talk about just some results. And you're, truthfully, I think that tell us what you really think when it comes to someone setting up. They're a Shopify merchant and they haven't gone down this path before. Is it easier to find affiliates or is it easier to find influencers? In my experience, it's easier to find influencers because you can sort of dedicate your initial marketing budget to that search and be sure that you're going to get some initial traction, you're going to get some initial partners, and you're going to get that going. My fear with starting an affiliate program for Square One, and I've seen this before, it's a, if you build it, will they come kind of thing. So you build out your affiliate program and you say, hey, uh, Brett's Widgets, 20% 20% commission, real generous commission. And then I put up a page to attract affiliates and I start reaching out to people who are interested in, re- in, in working on an affiliate basis. And I may even get a few affiliates in the door. And then 30 days later, 60 days later, I hear this all the time, my affiliates aren't doing anything. That's kind of the thing is that affiliate marketing is a high leverage game. You hear the 80-20 rule, Carolyn, where 80% of your sales might come from 20% of your efforts or your affiliates. Affiliate marketing is almost a 90-10 or 95-5 game where you've got a real small percentage, call them super affiliates, call them whatever you want, who are going to do the majority of that selling. Well, I mean, how long are you going to sit around and wait and hope that a super affiliate you know, comes in the door and hope that you'll be able to recruit them? I would rather take that influencer approach and say, hey, I'm going to guarantee that I'm going to get three, four, five of these uh, high-impact people and I'm going to get working with them. And then I'm going to find out whether or not this works for me. But I'm going to get, I'm going to kind of force the issue right away. And instead of just sitting around waiting for something to happen, I'm going to go make it happen myself. And I'm going to do it again by, you know, identifying three, four, five high, high impact, high engagement influencers that are really well aligned with my product and people that I just want to work with. And we're going to start there. We're going to get this going and then we'll take it from there. Okay. But let's say we've got a brand. Let's say that there's a Shopify merchant out there and they've got a brand where they use influencers and then their customers start loving their products. And they've got, especially, I think this is great for a product where it's purchased on a monthly or a couple of times a year basis. So they've got some really good clients, the customers that love their product and turning them into affiliates. 
is a really good way that's easy. It's not a large investment. It's just about setting up the affiliate program. And then you can have your influencers running and having affiliates running as well, who are really just customers who love what you do. I can tell you've done this before. I can tell you about your your clients before on how to get that, uh, once that flywheel is going, how to really get it spinning. Because you're, you're absolutely right. Once you have traction and once you have stuff going, absolute no-brainer to get that affiliate program going. And you are totally right. If you can turn these customers into affiliates, um, a, a nice best practice that we found on the Lee Dino side of things, somebody buys from you, reach out to them right away. That is a great time to contact them and say, thanks for your purchase, by the way. We'd love to have you as a partner of ours. Join our affiliate program here. Get them into the program. You get them sharing their purchase on social media. And again, we talk about everyone, literally everyone can be a nano affiliate, nano influencer, whatever you want to call them. Give them a little bit of incentive where they're getting a little bit of juice back on their referrals and you're going to motivate them to do that share on a social media. So that's a great way to keep that momentum going once we do have the traction coming in. Once you start getting regular visitors to your website, regular sales, people are going to be asking you, do you have a referral? Do you have an affiliate program? And that's where you want to say, yes, we do. Thank you for asking. You can click here to sign up or just reply to this email. I'll work with you. I'll get you signed up and, and away we go. And then you'll have they will have links and they will have the ability to um, share and further increase that traction that we've already got going. And especially if someone's asking you for it, that means that they're very much likely to actually promote what you're selling. Absolutely. That's a good, uh, that is a uh, hot lead, a Glenn Gary lead, we call it in the old, uh, in the, in the old movie there on the, on the sales side of things. That is someone absolutely who you want to uh, be able to reply with with a, an invite to your affiliate program. And if someone emails you and says that to you and you don't have one, hurry up and set up your affiliate program straight away because one person alone will pay off the monthly fee for the affiliate program if they love your product that much. That's right. Never say no to that question. Exactly. Go set it up. It's not that hard. And so just a couple of examples. So generally speaking, we've got, there's many different types of merchants out there, but there's a lot of merchants that fall under that category of sort of like a craft product or a small manufacturer or a product that's cool in trend that they're creating themselves or they're they're having created somewhere else for them. I've got a couple of clients. One of them does baby teething rings. Another one does uh, sunglasses. I've mentioned before, uh, you know, face creams and things like that, organic products. And then we've got clients who are drop shippers. That's actually a big thing on Shopify as well. And a lot of these people are doing drop shipping products. They're selling cheaper sort of products where the average order value is under that $40 spend, which we were just talking about before. It's not great for Facebook ads. So in those two situations, do you want to just give us some tips? What would you recommend for each of those? Would you recommend that they do some influencer marketing? Would you say affiliate marketing? What would be a good recommendation for those two types of businesses? I think all the above is a a good way to go. Um, If I'm looking at it from a a marketing plan standpoint, if if I've got one of these businesses and um, we've got a product with uh, most of what you described here, a pretty decent sized market baby teething rings. We've got, uh, obviously, the mom's sunglasses. We've got a pretty wide audience. Um, Organic beauty products, uh, facial creams. Again, uh, pretty wide audience on these. I I understand maybe not the highest price point, so we may not have money to work with. And that, to be honest, might rule out some of uh, AdWords and Facebook. Although I guess I would add retargeting can be a very good buy. So that may be worth doing on those two platforms. Um, if we look at SEO, 
always worth doing, but do we want to plow a ton of money in SEO or, or just kind of go slow and steady? Um, we might go slow and steady with that so that we don't break our budget, um, which brings us over to, of course, again, how do we get that initial traction? So if I've got the baby teething ring, I think what I want to do is go on to, uh, I would look at a platform like Instagram. I would go search on the hashtags and I would look for hashtags that have a decent, that are specific enough to my baby teething ring, but also have a decent amount of usage. So hashtag baby teething just off the top of my head might be something that I would look at. Um, So you, you pull up the feed for hashtag baby teething. We look at the recent posts. I'm sure there are some other brands posting that to that. So other competitors who may be look, worth looking at just to kind of see what they're doing. But we're really interested in looking at the influencers who are posting on hashtag baby teething. So we want to see the moms who are doing it, who are uh, potential partners for us. And then what we want to do is reach out to one of these, uh, preferably more of these moms, and ask them, um, if they're open to collaborations with brands or baby teething rings, maybe we offer to send them one if they want to test it out. And that's kind of how we get that relationship going, see if they have a media kit, so on and so forth. The, I think it's going to be easier to get that going than the, as an initial thing. And then it's sort of a next step is going to be on the affiliate side of things. As we do get a little traction with baby teething, we've got one of these moms posting for us. She's got her mom friends looking at her feed. They're coming over to a website. They're buying our teething rings. Now here's where we want to kind of go with a one-to-many approach. We've got the one mom vouching for us. Um, These other moms may not have that social media feed that our original mom partner did, but they may, uh, everyone's got some, um, you know, their social media circle. And that's where we would love to sign them up as affiliates where they can get a, a percentage of cut of the sales of the baby teething rings that they in turn refer to their own mom friends. So tell us a bit about influencer because based on what you just said then, one of the questions that I get from people all the time is if I reach out to these people privately, have I got an issue with them not actually promoting my product? I might send them money, I might send them product, and then they don't go through the actual process of um posting. Using a service like Affluencer, is that something that you can you can never guarantee anything, I know that, but it's that you've got you've got a way of working out with influencers are fantastic and who you work with. Is that something that you're seeing as an issue or not so much of an issue these days? We don't see it as much of an issue uh, with the professional influencers um, because if they didn't act professional to that point, they, you know, they're going to, they're all of a sudden their sponsorships are going to dry up the way that we handle it. We don't get in the way of the money. We make the introductions, but we also vet the influencers that we work with. So influencers who have a premium plan with us, we will 100% vouch for. And if uh, there was any, uh, if we had any doubt on the character of anyone who we were working with, they would not be working with us on a premium basis. So we extend that you know, confidence to our coverage as well. We do write up a lot of influencers on our website who may or may not be working directly with us. Uh, we, of course, would not put anyone on our website who we did not have confidence in. Um, but that is, again, that's something that if we, we had, you know, w- if we had any doubts, 
we would not give them sort of any sort of influencer sample of approval. If somebody does have questions on anyone in particular, um, reach out to us directly. We're happy to let you know if, we, if we've worked directly with that person before. So I think that's kind of the best way to do it. You know, that's more, I would say, concern. It's funny, that kind of almost goes back to the affiliate world where uh, if we flip the script on that, I know a lot of affiliates have had, shall we say, negative experiences with brands where sometimes uh, they're sending sales to a brand and then they themselves are worried about getting paid. And unfortunately, that's just kind of a fact of life in that world. So, you, you know, until you know who you're working with on both sides, it's that that is kind of sort of an open question, unless you're sure who's on the other side. Speaking from an influencer standpoint, we're happy to help influencers let them know about brands that we work with. Uh, same with the brands. We're happy to let them know about the influencers that we work with. Of course, anyone that we work with, we have 100% confidence in. But we're happy to let you know if we, if we do work with that person or that brand. Yeah, I think it comes down to the professional influencers are there to run a business. So they're not going to do something like that because for them, it is their livelihood. So if they start getting uh, found out to be doing that, they're not going to last long in that industry at all. That's right. It's almost a... Uh, it's a sort of a self-survivorship type of thing. If you think about Uber and Lyft ratings, uh, when you get into uh, an Uber, do you have bad Uber rides? Well, sure. But overall, your Uber rides are, you know, usually they're more comfortable than your traditional taxi rides were because the, the self-ratings kind of sort, they sort, sort of sort themselves out and filter people out. Same with the influencer world. If somebody was not being professional, their the list of clients are going to dry up. We do on the influencer side. I mean, we, we try to get in front of that where, if we're working with the brand or we're working with the influencer, we can then personally vouch for them right away rather than having to, uh, you know, eventually stuff would get through the grapevine. But we're hoping that, you know, that first bad grape, then we can kind of either sound the flag or, or just not have that as uh, that person or that brand as a as a potential partner that we're endorsing. And on that note about personally vouching for brands and people, I can do that for you because I can personally vouch for you and Influencer and Lead Dino being fantastic services. You are fantastic at what you do. And I think Influencer is definitely a platform people should try out because if people are listening to this thinking, okay, maybe it's interesting to get into this space, Influencer actually has a free section where people can sign up completely for free. Can you tell people about that? They can pay you. Let's talk about, I don't want you to talk about the actual prices because those things change. But you do have a free area where someone who's dipping their toe in, they want to try things out, they want to see what influencer marketing is all about. What do you offer in influencer that is really special to people that are merchants? Oh, you bet. Yeah. So for our merchants, we are have, we have a free registration where you can register your brand with us. It'll get you in front of our content team where we will take a look. And if we can work you into coverage, we will. And again, this is all on the free plan. You'll also get a, either a call or an email, uh, whatever you choose from our uh, brand uh, liaison, brand concierge, uh, Lisa, uh, or by the time you listen to this, maybe, I mean, the team may have grown uh, as well, but we will have a brand concierge call. you kind of walk you through the various options that we have. And again, this is going to be included on uh, with the free plan. Our goal here, of course, is to help you with your early stages of in, your influencer marketing, help you get that traction going. And then as you grow your business, we do have paid plans as well, which is, will help you get traction faster and scale your sales faster with the influencer world, including personal introductions. Um, we will make custom videos for you that'll help you attract more influencers, uh, get you into uh, sponsor listings into our newsletter. So get your name in lights. 
uh, more or less, get you to the top of our roundup, so on and so forth. So we've got something uh, for all levels. We appreciate that your various stages of the growth process. Um, this is what we you know did over on the lead dino side of things, where we lo- love to work with the small merchants, love to grow with you. And that's what we're doing over here on the influencer side. So what I really love, so I've been on the email list from pretty much the start when you guys started out with influencer and I get these emails. They're fantastic. What I really love is like you just said, completely for free, people can sign up. And if they've got something unique, which like I said, even some of my clients with dropshipping businesses have got really unique strategies with their businesses. Then there's the craft products, small manufacturers, um, really cool brands out there. And you are constantly writing up really cool articles that go out by email, go out on your blog and talking about particular types of brands, particular niches and getting brands. Like you said, you're really there to connect people. You're connecting the brand with the influencer. So you write really cool articles about influencers, different types of influencers, but also about really cool brands. So as a brand who is new to all of this and wants free promotion, you guys, if they've got a great brand, then you guys can actually help them with that and introduce them to really cool influencers who might have actually been charging a lot of money and might say, hey, I'm happy to work with you, maybe at a lower fee or work with you faster because I think that what you're doing is really fantastic. 100%. Yeah, we're exactly. You are, uh, as they say in the uh, sports talk radio or talk radio world, we have a lot of... uh, you can be a, a long-time listener, a sort of first-time caller where if you want to just lurk, you want to get on the email list, you want to get in our brand directory, kind of hang out as you get your feet under you, more than welcome to do that. No charge for that to see the resources that we're sending out. And then as you're ready to, to ramp up your influencer game, uh, we're there, of course, happy to work with you. Happy to make sure that it's a fit also. We don't want to work with anyone. And this has always been sort of my, I guess, my policy from the lead dino side is I don't want to waste anyone's time with something that I don't, if I, if I don't think it's going to work for you on the marketing side, I'd rather get you working on something else. So I'll be perfectly honest with you. If, um, you know, I don't think influencer stuff is a fit, if I think you should look at Facebook ads, Google, whatever, you know, we're all about having long-term relationships and, you know, we'll give you that advice upfront if you would like it, or whenever you're ready, we can kind of take a look at the holistic approach of what, what you're doing with your brand and definitely let you know whether we uh, would recommend uh, moving forward with us, or if we think uh, your efforts could be directed somewhere else, you know, we'll be honest about that. And what are some of the popular influencer programs that you've covered so far? Oh, wow. So we've covered a lot of the, uh, so a lot of the big ones. Zaffle is probably our most popular one of all time. They do a great job with uh, their own influencers. We've got a lot of, this is, this is really what we love doing. We love covering the great brands and working with the niche brands who are not household names because, you know, we uh, kind of our, our take on it, Zaffle's got a great influencer program. It's also widely well-known. What we're looking to do is kind of uncover those products that'll make uh, influencers, let them share something that's unique without them necessarily, you know, stepping on content of uh, maybe another influencer over there. So we'd like to give that unique content. So just rattling off a few, we have a friend, Katrina Julius, her name, She's an influencer in her own right. She's got an excellent uh, fitness program, Fit Life Creation. It's a wellness program. Um, these are the types of opportunities that we think are unique to the brands that we're covering. Another friend, Barefoot Essential Oils, Philip, um, is our uh, liaison over there. They do fine natural health beauty products. And uh, in what, as we're covering uh, Barefoot and Philip's products, what we like to do is highlight other 
organic beauty brands that influence are interested in working with. So that's what we like to do so that our audience, if they're an organic, if they're a beauty influencer looking at organic products, they can look at Barefoot. They can also look at other brands and kind of see what's a fit for them. And then they're promoting these products that are unique, but also excellent, but also not what every other influencer in their space promoting. So we like to give them kind of a nice little inside track on uh, these things that are well vetted, that are very good, and that are also, uh, I think, on the unique standpoint also that helps kind of keep their own influence, helps them make money from it, but also keep it on the unique side of things where they're not just parroting what everyone else is doing. Yeah, I think last year um, there was a couple of those, and I'm not going to mention the brand because I'm not going to give them publicity. There's a particular gym clothing brand that literally every influencer on YouTube, Instagram was all promoting this one brand of gym pants and leggings. And I think it got to that point where, uh, and there's a few other brands out there like that, that some of these other uh, influencers are starting to make fun of that sort of strategy. So I think more influencers are trying to find some of these unique brands. So being a Shopify merchant with something that is unique, don't see it as a negative, see it as a positive that you are actually a unique brand. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's a strength. That's a, that is, it's really a strength that you've got a unique brand. You believe in your product, and now what we're trying to do here is get you paired up with influencers who, who can help promote your brand. I, I think in in the year twenty twenty, you you want to be unique. We've seen a lot of big brands, a lot of over the last you know four or five years. I'm talking about old school brands like Procter and Gamble, General Mills, these types of names. They're having a hard time beer, you know, all the Budweiser, that type of stuff, because everyone wants to, they want to consume stuff that's local. They want to, you know, buy stuff that's unique. So if you're a Shopify merchant, you got a unique brand, use that to your favor. You are on the right side of things today. People want unique stuff. They don't want what everyone else has. The trick is now just to get in front of, people who you know who are a good fit for what you're selling fantastic so brett i love the fact that you have complete free access into affluence so people can go and check out lead dino as well i'm going to put links underneath this in the information for some interviews that i've done with you about influencer and specifically also about lead dino but Affluencer, you also have a special offer that you will put a link underneath this as well underneath the podcast. People can actually get in touch with you if they do want to find out about your paid programs as well. You can definitely help them out directly with them. What I love is that you actually have real people, like you said, working there. So it's not just an automated system. People can get in touch with you and talk to you about the actual plans, but at least sign up for free. Check out what Affluence is all about because Brett and his team can definitely help you with your influencer program. Yes. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you for the rundown. Um, yeah, really appreciate it. And yeah, absolutely. We're happy to get uh, started with someone, no matter what level you're at. Uh, we do, we're kind of old school with the appreciation of humans as well, where we haven't figured out ways that we can uh, completely replace that human element, especially where there's a lot of judgment calls here where you've got a brand and then we're looking to find an influencer and a maybe a niche product, but there's there's niches. That, there's just ways that you need to think through these things. Like we were talking about with the hashtag JBT thing that today, you know, no computer really knows how to tell you how to do that. 
So we're, we like the software, we like uh, the app that we're, uh, you know, we'll soon be launching here, but also it's hard to replace that human element of having someone who's going to look at your brand for you and say, ah, okay, here's, here's some potential approaches that we would re- recommend. Yeah, fantastic. Brett, you have been awesome. I'm so glad to finally have got you on here to capture your attention and get you onto the podcast. So it's been great having you here. I really thank you so much for being here with us today. Well, thank you as well. I really enjoyed the conversation. As always, great questions. You always make me think, Carolyn. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I look forward to having you back anytime. So any new updates with any of your systems, please get in touch with me because I'd love to have you back so then we can share anything new that you're doing with our audience. So thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. And until next week, keep smiling. Sign up for free for the Shopify approved marketing course at 1000salesandbeyond.com and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast.